0: So much, dear friends, for being with us today. The topic of this morning is "I live to give," here in Victory Church. But reminding you, this is our worship service number 220 since the day that we started the church in September 2016, four years ago. Today, Sunday, December 13, 2020, I live to give. But I would like to invite you to download the bulletin. You can do it going to the website, vchurch.us forward slash bulletins, or just go to the website, look for the tab bulletins, and download it. The other way to do it is, right now, if you are watching on a smart TV, open your camera on your phone and direct it towards the QR code that you see there, and immediately a link is going to pop up on your screen. Click there and download the bulletin of this morning. We would like to thank you for your support to our ministry. This is a wonderful season to give, and I cannot thank enough to all our beautiful church members for your faithful contribution to Victory Church. For those who are interested in helping us, you can do it vchurch.us forward slash give, or just simply send a text message 432 268 0007. The system will take you through. Thank you, Tracy, for your music, and thank you, Sebastian, for the work you are doing with all the IT technology we have here in the church. I live to give December 13, 2020, worship service number 220. This is the topic of this morning. And we will start by reading on the scripture the third letter. Of the Apostle John, which has only one chapter, verse number two. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit Dear friend, I pray you may prosper concerning everything and be healthy just as your soul prospers. What a beautiful passage of the scripture. And I know that when when you are reading the scripture, uh, sometimes you feel that that is for you, right? But sometimes you just think, I would like to understand the meaning of this passage. Okay, so this is a letter written by the Apostle John. He wrote three letters, and of course, he also is the author of the Gospel of John. So he wrote in total four books of the New Testament. So at this point of his life, John is pretty old and he writes letters to the believers. So this is his third letter. He's sending this to a group of believers. Are you a believer? Yes, you are. Are you part of a group of believers? Yes. Wherever you you reside or you worship, maybe you are one of our church members, Victory Church members. So you are part of this group. So now, now that you understand this, I would like you to think for a moment that the Lord God inspired the Apostle John to write this so that you today, today that you are watching and listening, you will hear this prayer from the Apostle John, which is God's desire for all of us, his children, including you including me. Are you ready to hear it now with this understanding? This is God's desire for each one of us. Let's read it all together. Dear friend, so you, I pray you may prosper concerning everything and be healthy just as your soul prospers. In the same proportion, at the same time, like your soul is prospering. This is the desire is that you would prosper concerning everything, and also to be healthy. Isn't it beautiful? Beautiful to understand that God's desire is to bless. You know, it is the opposite that what you know is happening with the evil and darkness, it's just Destruction, destruction, destruction. You know that. But the Lord Jesus came to give you what? Life. And what kind of life? A life with abundance. Yes, there is a desire from the Lord that you will prosper. Although we are talking about I live to give, we have to start understanding that the one who gives... Everything is the good Lord. He he lives in abundance. He is the creator of everything. He is the master and ruler of the whole universe. The king of the universe. Who owns everything. The things that you can see and the things that you can't see. The things that are on this planet and the things that are outside of this planet. The things that we are aware of and we know. And the things that we have no idea exist. He is the king of the universe. And he owns everything. He lacks nothing. He lacks nothing. He has everything. He owns everything. That, my friend, is God's prosperity. And you are his child. You are a child of God. And it's his desire to share with you. Part of his sufferings, right? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Sorry. Part of his misery, right? You know very well that I am just messing with you right now, because what the Lord wants is to share with you part of His prosperity and abundance. Do you want it? Some people immediately say, "Of course, I want prosperity," because the first thing they are thinking is money. <laughs> But prosperity has to do with many things. And today I'm going to talk to you about prosperity. And of course, I'm going to talk to you about money. And that is the connection between the topic of today, I live to give, and this beautiful passage of the scripture that we chose read. And here we go again, the passages in 3 John chapter 2. And the scripture says, let's read it, let's put it on the screen. Declares, dear friend, I pray you may prosper concerning what? Everything. That means in all areas of your life, not just the financial aspect of your life, not just the material aspect of your life, but every single area, your mind, your education, your abilities to learn, your knowledge, your wisdom, your energy, enthusiasm, love, understanding, etc. I pray you may prosper concerning everything and be healthy. That is the desire of God. However, Look at the second part again, this final part of the verse, just as your soul prosper. There is a requirement here is the prosperity of our souls. So today we are going to visit some of these sections that I have written here, and they are going to show up on the screen, and that is why it's important that you download the bulletin. If you don't have the bulletin with you, grab quickly a piece of paper, and grab a pen and start writing important things that I'm going to share with you today. Would you like to prosper? Would you like to receive more from God and start living this abundant life when you lack nothing, that you will have everything he wants you to have? Here's the first important thing that you have to understand. It's beautiful. When you give, you will always receive. It's a principle. Every single time you are giving, it's like you are planting a seed. Every single time. And I'm not talking only about money. I'm talking about all kind of things that you can give. Every time you are giving love, you are going to receive love. Every time you are being understanding, you are are giving understanding to somebody, you are going to Receive the same thing, people are going to be understanding to you. Because when you give, you will always receive. So here we have the first problem. Some people don't like to give, they don't like to give a smile, they don't like to give love, they don't like to be understanding and patient with anybody. They don't like to give material things to anybody. They don't like to give money to anybody. They don't like to give. And that is the main problem that we have in order to overcome limitations. So I want to talk to you, my dear friend, about something that probably you, you really don't, don't like much the idea. It's about lacking things. So, are you lacking something? Tell me, honestly. Are you lacking anything? Are there some things that are needed needed in your life and you don't have them? Things that are basic. And you're struggling because you don't have those things. In order to receive You need to learn to give. Maybe you don't like to hear this. But most people that don't have things is because obviously they have not received those things. And it is because they have not learned to give. So that is the first thing that you have to see. Every time you give, you will receive. I hope you can apply this principle. We will continue talking more about this. Giving with ulterior motives will not work. Have you noticed that some individuals they will give? And now let's talk about money or gifts, materialist stuff. Have you noticed there are individuals that they give, but you can tell that they have an agenda? It's not a legitimate gift. Is always with an ulterior motive. So I told you earlier, every time you give, you will receive. Every time. But there is an exception here. It is when there is an ulterior motive. In that case, you will not receive what you should receive by giving, but you will receive the consequences of that bad action. Giving with with an uh, uh, ulterior motive is not right. When you are giving and you are just thinking, I'm going to give this to this person, or I'm going to give this to the church, or I'm going to give this thing to God. But in the back of your head, deep down, you are thinking, well, if I give five, I'm going to get at least ten. I need to see The result of this deal, because if I don't receive anything, what's the point? That is something that everyone has to work with and understand that something has to be changed here. So are you the kind of person that you will do things like that, that you will give only when you know that you are going to receive something back? You need to think about it. Do you give only when you are expecting something in return? Or do you just give because it's the right thing to do, whether it is with your family or in the church or to anyone that has a need? Somebody that you see that is struggling or simply it's a birthday or Christmas and you think, well... I'm going to buy something just to, you know. That's an ulterior motive. It's not giving with a clean conscience. And that won't work, my friend. Do you know that God knows why you are giving? Do you know that? Of course you know that. Because God knows everything. And every single time you give anything to anyone... The Lord sees your heart. The Lord sees the good intentions that you may have when you are giving, whether it's to a person or an institution or to him. And also he sees when you are doing things and giving with the right reasons. Let me tell you something. That's the most important thing that you need to learn. That is not enough to give. No, 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 no. You have to do it for the right reasons. You are giving a a present to somebody for Christmas, birthday, or Mother's Day, whatever. You have to do it for the right reasons. You have to find in your heart that place where you are comfortable in giving. Giving shouldn't be a problem for people. Shouldn't. It shouldn't. But it, it is. So today we are studying this because we we want to change, right? Do you want to change? Do you want to receive more prosperity in your life? The key is in giving. And that comes from your soul. You remember what we read in Third John 2? It says, I want you to prosper concerning everything and be healthy. Just as your soul prospers. So, which means that you have to... Be absolutely open and transparent with God about giving. Absolutely transparent with Him. And say, Lord, you know my situation. This is what I can materially give. And I want to give you this, Lord. Or I am going to buy this to this person. Because I would like to please this person Or honor this person. Or Lord, I am giving you this part of my income because it's the right thing to do. God sees what's in your heart, my friend. Don't try to ignore that. You know, God sees everything we do. Especially when we are alone. And particularly what's in here in our hearts. You know, for the Lord, let me give you this illustration. Imagine this jacket, right? That I can have a zipper up and down. For the Lord is just like that. He can just open our soul in our heart and see, and He sees everything. How about that? I'm telling you, the key is that we prosper in our souls. The prosperity has to come there, understanding that. Everything that we think, say, and do must be transparent and clean and nice in the eyes of the Lord. On the other hand, people are not naive either. You go to a party, you go to a celebration, any kind of festivity, especially at the end of the year, there are some get-togethers and, uh, you know, sometimes... People are just recycling presents. You know what I mean by that? You receive a present here, you even sometimes don't even wrap it or rewrap it, you just bring it like that. It sometimes even comes with a little sticker coming from the other person. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Sometimes the present comes with the price from the The store where everything is so cheap and you all agree to go to this activity where the price, the average price will be in this particular range. And it's not like that. People always can tell also about your giving. And what do you think happens when they find out that you are kind of cheating on those things? It's exactly the same thing that happens given to the Lord. You know, it is not right. It is not right. We have to learn to be transparent, to be honest. And if we don't have the means to participate in certain things, tell people and it's up to the people to say, well, you know what? You don't have to bring anything or whatever. But the important is to be transparent and honest. Now, there is another important thing in the heart of many people. And you know what is that? Is their fear for giving too much? Oh, it is true. Some people are afraid of that. People are thinking, you know what? I'm just giving too much to these people. I am giving too much here. I am giving too much to them. It's just too much. And they are afraid because they say and think it is too much. So why do you feel that way? If you, if you have that kind of fear, tell me why do you feel that way? If you are giving, it's because you have it. If you have it, it's because the Lord gave it to you. He is the source of all blessings. And if the Lord is giving you such abundance, what's the problem with sharing with others? Well, it is too much for this person, somebody say. But if it's your relative, if you have so much abundance and you have relatives, people that are very close to you, or for whatever reason you want to bless somebody, bless that person. Because remember, the principle is that every time you give, you always will receive. But you have to do it for the right reasons. Transparent with God and also with the person or people that you are blessing. And you need to tell them the reasons why you are giving them this particular present. and Remove that fear. Get rid of that fear in your heart. Some people are afraid because they say, well, this this person, this family are going to get used to receive this from me every birthday or every Christmas or whatever. You know what? That's not, not your problem. That's not your problem. You have something that the Lord gave you. You know it's the right thing to share. You share it with all of your heart. You don't know what the future will bring. Sometimes there is more and more and more. But what if not? Well, you are doing the right thing. You just trust in the name of the Lord. And whatever they do, after you give them whatever you give them, it's not your problem. It's entirely up to them. But the important is to be free of that fear. You know, giving should be a pleasure to you, not a concern in any way. What is very important is to observe how the recipient takes your gift. That, my friend, is very interesting I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You know, sometimes you probably don't think much about it. And you maybe forget about what you have given to people. But you know what? The Lord doesn't do that. You know, you know the Lord remembers what, is, what he is giving us. You remember the parable of that person that gave to one five, the other two, and the other one? When he came back. And he wanted it to be accountable. He knew exactly how much he gave to everyone. You see? So in the presence of God, when you do the right thing and you are blessing people, not that you are keeping record of of what you are giving, but you need to observe how the recipient takes your gift. Meaning how responsible this person is with the gift. You know, sometimes it is sad. But we see so much waste among us, especially here in America. Let's face it. We have so much abundance here in America. It's unbelievable. Food, for instance, one example. Electricity, another example. Water, etc. Clothing, shoes, vehicles, et cetera. If I keep going, you understand what I'm saying. Observe how the recipient takes your gift. Because if you notice that whoever you are blessing is not being a good steward of those blessings, maybe there is someone else there that will appreciate your blessings in a much better way. On the other hand, those who are very careful with your gifts, They are showing you respect. They are showing you appreciation. That's why you need to observe them. And once in a while, it's a good thing that you talk about that thing, not because you are trying to find out what they are doing with that. It's just because you want to know if they are being good stewards. Same thing is with money. You give money, it is okay for you to say, You know, I gave you the other day $50 for your birthday. Did you have fun? Did you go to the movies? Did you buy something? And then you will find out. Because you will be surprised how irresponsible some people can be. And here's the problem. There are many people in need that maybe the $50. $20 will be a way big difference in their lives. And the other person that is just wasting the money. Very important is that you value yourself and your assets. Very, very important. What do you do after you give, for example, toys to kids? And the very next day, you find those toys on the floor, on the driveway, broken into pieces or devices, Phones, computers, vehicles, all messed up in a matter of days. And you're like, if you only knew how much effort it took me and years to save, to be able to give you that, and you destroy it just like that, you will be upset. That's why you need to learn to value yourself and also value your assets. You know, one day I was talking with somebody about what happens in homes. You know, when someone goes to work, makes money, brings the money to pay the bills. Whether it's mortgage or insurances, food, utilities, whatever. Do you realize that this person is paying all these things with his life, with his work? Well, there is no different difference with a gift if you my friend are giving a gift to certain people you know that it was not easy to get that money it took you effort sometimes takes years to make all that money to do something with that and imagine after all those years all that effort and you were so careful with your assets you give that to somebody and suddenly all is messed up Broken, doesn't work. And suddenly, this recipient is saying, Well, that thing doesn't work, and I need you to help me to buy a new one. (laughs) Oh, really? That's why you need to value yourself and value your assets as well. Learn good lessons about that. One very important rule to follow is to learn to respect people's boundaries. Oh, absolutely, my friend. Sometimes certain individuals, they don't feel comfortable receiving tons and tons of presents. <laughs> Sometimes happens that you feel so moved and touched because of the need of, of certain families. And, and you say, my gosh, they don't have food. They don't have clothes. They don't have shoes. They don't have blankets. They don't have towels. They don't have this. They don't have that. And you think, well, maybe I should do that without asking. You just don't know how they feel about that. You don't know even what kind of real needs they have other than what you see. So in order to respect people's boundaries, you need to talk to the recipient, the potential recipient, and ask him the question. Dear, I noticed that you you are still struggling, and I want to help you. Tell me what is what you need. What would you like to, for me, to help you fix. I can give you some money. We can buy certain things. When you learn to respect those boundaries, you know, for people that are shy and timid, those that are introverts, that they don't don't want to tell anybody no because they are scared that the other person, the giver, is going to be offended. So they say, yeah, 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 yeah. But you are making them feel very, very uncomfortable. Therefore, what is the solution here? You always ask them, how do you feel if I give you this? If I buy these things now for for this celebration, for Christmas, now for your birthday, now that you have a new baby, now that you got divorced and you are restarting, or whatever, you just relocated from other town, how do you feel about me buying you a chair and a table? I have... This furniture in the house, I would like to give it to you because it's in my garage, it's in my storage unit. Respect people's boundaries, my friend. They will appreciate very, very much when you are so tactful to ask them the question of what is what they would like to receive. And if they say to you, thank you, but with the shoes is enough for the kids. And you know... That's plenty for, for us and we appreciate that. No, but I want to give you more. I want to... no, thank you. That has plenty. Thank you. Learn to respect those boundaries. The recipient knows why he's telling you that. And what about anonymous gifts? Have you ever thought about it? Oh, that is something very special. Sometimes you notice that there are whether it's an institution or a family or a person that is in need, and you want to bless this person, but you just don't want to let them know that you are the giver for whatever reason. Be anonymous. You can just, whether it's write the check or buy the stuff, and use a third person just to be the messenger of that blessing. Anonymous gifts are very, very, very beautiful. I don't know if you, if you have ever given something like that anonymously. But I, I'm going to tell you this. When you do this kind of action, giving anonymously, there is such a gratification in your heart. And you tell people, please don't say anything about my present. Don't tell anybody. It's something between you and the Lord. You see that? It's between you and the Lord. And of course, somebody has to receive the blessing. But you are very, very conscientious that you want that to be a gift, not just for for the family, the person, the institution you are blessing, but it's also to honor God and to give you the satisfaction that you are not advertising it. How beautiful is that? And what about learning to receive? (laughs) Oh my goodness, that is hard, isn't it? It is very, very hard. When especially you are used to buy and give, buy and purchase, you just make the money, make the money, and you say, what is what you need? How much do you need? And you are used to write the checks, give the debit card, the credit card, the cash, and you just pay for everything. And you don't need anybody to give you anything. And suddenly somebody comes and says, this is for you, and you're like, What? I don't need that. Uh, No, 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 no. Why are you using the money? Your money. You just have little money. Don't do that. What, What you have to understand is that whoever is giving you something, especially if it's an honest relationship, right? Because we discussed this before. Sometimes there is an ulterior motive. But when it's an honest relationship, let the person bless you and learn to receive Receive the present. There is nothing wrong with that. But I have a story, very interesting story about that. It's it's about one of my, my close friends. And my friend says to me, don't buy me surprises ever because I hate surprises. My friend says, you know, for my birthday, for this day, for this holiday, for Christmas, this is what I want. And tells me exactly what is what my friend wants. Nothing wrong with that. Because we all need to learn to receive. It's a blessing. After all, it's a principle. You give, you will receive. Now, no matter what, you praise God. It doesn't matter how difficult the circumstances can be. You have to learn to praise God. Sometimes you are expecting expecting a super large, extra large pizza. And you don't get even... The medium sized, not even the small, you get the personal. And there are five people to share with. What are you going to do about it? Well, you're going to cut it in five pieces and praise God. Everyone goes through seasons like that, my friend. You know, it will be wonderful that you never have a need. But on the other hand, having needs teaches us it's a big lesson to learn, to appreciate things in life you know it's like failure a lot of people are afraid of failing a lot of people do not do not like poverty of course who wants that but those both things somehow are good experiences in life being poor or at least being aware of what poverty is will show you to be grateful and appreciate wonderful things same thing with failure and losing. We'll show you the importance of appreciate victory and when things are going well. So you praise God. So no matter what, with your material life, with your finances, no matter, how, no matter what, how difficult things are in your life, you have to learn to praise God. And you praise God when things are difficult, and you praise God When things are great, you say your prayers when you have just a little bite to eat, and you say your prayers when there is a feast. You say your prayers when there is so much abundance, and you say your prayers when there is just a little. You praise God no matter what. Extremely important is to learn to give love. Know your heart. Learn to give love, not your heart. And why is that? Because your heart belongs to God. Your heart is so precious, my friend. It's the most important treasure you possess, actually. It's there where the Holy Spirit dwells. And I I know you are aware of that. Your heart belongs to God. You're going to give, right? Because this is what, what we do. We, we are blessed. We have abundance. We want to give. And we give everything. We give love. We give peace. We, we give patience, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, material things, food, drinks, everything that we possess and we can share. We share money. We give money. We give. We are givers. And we give all that with love. We give things, except one thing, our heart. You don't give your heart to anybody. Now, this is bothering more than one person right now, especially those who say, what about my spouse? What about my children? What about my parents? What about this and that? I know you are concerned about it, but you have to understand. Please try to understand. Your whole heart must belong to God. You need to receive from God His love and knowledge and all the blessings. He is the source of all the blessings. So those things you give and share. Do you understand? You give love, but you don't give your heart. Why do you think is this huge problem every time couples split? When they break up, when there is betrayal, even in the families, because it happens. And more than often, is because of money. You know in what context, whether it's divorce or death. When the fight begins, is money. And then they are brokenhearted because they say, I gave him all my heart. I trust him with all my heart. That's the problem. You give, my friend, but your heart, you don't give your heart to anybody. You love people with all of your heart. You give your love, but you don't give your heart. Your heart belongs to God. He gave you this heart. He gave you this being, your mind, yourself. And you must understand that He is jealous of you. In that particular fashion of the word jealousy, he wants you for him. He wants to use you to bless people, okay? He wants to bless you so you can share with others. But your heart, yourself, he wants you. All and each part of you, especially your heart. Remember that. But this is beautiful. When you learn finally to give, it's because you believe. And when you believe, then you serve God. Isn't it that beautiful? So finally we are in this stage of life. We have matured to this point when we are so transparent in our relationship with God and everybody else. And we learn the importance of giving and sharing. What happens exactly when you become a giver? is because you finally learned to believe and trust in God. You don't have an issue with that. You give because you know it's the right thing to do. and you do it with wisdom. You give not just money, love, patience, your time, part of your life to people. Not your heart, right? We discussed that before. But you are such a giver. And you are because you believe. You know, when you believe, is when you serve God. When you believe God's word, you are going to start serving God because whatever you do is with the purpose of exalting the name of Jesus. When finally... You came to that point in your life that you believe the word of God. You just know that there is no other God. You just know that he deserves your adoration and worship. You say, I'm going to give him everything. Everything that I am. Everything that I possess. I'm willing to share. I need to share. Because I believe. And when you believe, you serve God. And the other way around also. When you are not willing to give, basically it's because you don't believe. You don't believe in the Word of God. You just want to keep everything for yourself. You have this idea that is not enough what you have. Your income is too little. That you have so many other responsibilities. Much more important than what the Scripture says. So basically, you don't believe. I do believe in God. No, no, no. You don't believe what the scripture says because the the scripture says that he will provide for you accordingly with his riches in glory. But that is for those who are willing to give. You don't believe that he will open the windows and doors of heaven to bless you abundantly. And you know why you can't believe that? Because you are not willing to give the Lord what belongs to him. But when you finally understand that that is the right thing to do, and you start giving and believing you serve God. And again, when you are not willing to give, you don't believe. And if you don't believe in God's word, you are not serving God. In other words, you are not worshiping God. You are worshiping yourself. Because you are convinced that what you think is the right thing to do. That is absolutely dangerous, my friend. You are going against God's word and you have a series of ideas to argue against God's God's word. Would you argue with God about heaven and the grace in the name of Jesus Christ? No. Why? Because you want to go to heaven. Will you argue with God about Isaiah 53 because you want to be healed? No. Why? Well, because you want to be healed. So how come you have an issue arguing with God about giving to him what belongs to him when everything is his? You are going against God's word. Therefore, you don't serve God. You don't believe. That's why you don't give. But when you finally are willing to trust in Him, isn't it that what the prophet Malachi says? Test me on this, says the Lord. Try me. If I will not open the doors and windows of heaven to bless you abundantly, and I will rebuke the devourer. When you give, it's because you believe. Then you serve God. And finally, my friend, just watch how givers live. Just watch their lives. You have two possibilities here. The ones who give, which are the ones that believe, which are the ones that, what, serve God. And here you have the others, the ones that do not give because what? Because they don't believe, and what else? They don't serve God. So you have the two groups, right? And watch their lives. And watch everything about what they do, how do they live, how do they operate, and what do they have. Not just materially speaking. Don't put your eyes only in what is material. Because even the drug dealers have money. All those corrupt politicians have money. All those people that are doing horrible things in the world using weapons and manipulating people, twisting the truth, taking advantage of the weak or the poor, they have money. That doesn't mean anything. Watch the whole life of those who give. Those who give, they are givers. And the blessing of God comes upon them, and their lives are different. It's like when you compare light with darkness, love and hate, abundance and everything, and lack of everything. The Lord Jesus said it very clear. He says, the thief came to do a lot of bad things to you. John 10.10. He says, but I came. He says. To give my life to rescue you, so that you can have a very pleasant and wonderful life with abundance. the givers who believe and serve God. So you make the decision. there are two sections here and again. It's not my choice to make that decision. Remember, I always tease you with that. I cannot brush your teeth you have to do it yourself next sunday my friends and december 20th worship service 221 here in victory church the topic will be my jesus and i want you to join me on our celebration of christmas here in victory church but to close this message i want to take you to this powerful portion of the scripture second corinthians chapter 9 verses Five through seven. I don't want you to feel like you are being forced to give anything. Listen. The one who sows a small number of seeds will also reap a small crop. And the one who sows a generous amount of seeds will also reap a generous crop. Everyone should give whatever they have decided in their heart. They shouldn't give with hesitation or because of pressure. God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. Let's go quickly to see important parts of this passage. Okay? Because we are talking, the topic is, I live to give. So we discuss prosperity according with the desires of God and the prayer of John. We, we have studied several things about giving, when, how, how to receive, all those things. We know that there are examples of the life of the giver and the one that doesn't give. But now, coming back to the scripture one more time, we here face a crucial point where we need to make decisions. It's about How much do we sow? How many seeds? If you come with me one more time to the scripture, watch this. The one who sows a small number of seeds will also reap a small crop. And the one who sows a generous amount of seeds will also reap a generous crop. Do you realize that this applies to everything in life? Because some people think that this is exclusively about money. But it's not just about money. It's a principle. You will reap as much as you are sowing. Think about the actions of service you plant in your home. Are you the kind of person that you don't have a problem serving to the rest of people in your home? Or you do have a problem Problem serving the rest of people in your home. Do you have a problem fixing the coffee for everyone where you work in the workplace? Or you don't have a problem serving everybody, loving everybody, helping everybody? You just plant seeds of love and devotion. You plant seeds of dedication and humility. You plant seeds of smiles and kindness everywhere you go. And you wonder, why is it that some people end their lives in so much trouble? Alone, distressed, with no money, broke, brokenhearted, sad, frustrated, bitter, etc., They never took their time to reflect conscientiously about the future in in this vital law. It's a principle like gravity. Well, I don't believe in gravity. Well, you don't have to believe in gravity. It just works. It just works. Mm, Point. (laughs) Point. Well, I'm not sure about this force of gravity. I don't know how that works. It just works. Gravity is a law, it's a principle. Like everything else in life works because it's the way that God designed it. Do you think that the planets are translating and rotating just because? Do you really believe that it was an explosion, or monkeys did this, or little cells that they were getting together? Uh, What do you think? If we get together, yeah, yeah, let's be two. Boing! Oh, now we are two. There are other two. Let's be four now. Boom! We are four. Yay! All that you see is created by God. By God, isn't His word? What is the big? trouble to believe his word if you are a believer you should believe you shouldn't argue with the word of God still there are possibilities to change everything in your life my friend still you have a chance still there is hope that's why we are talking here the Lord is talking to you touching your heart trying to open your ears to show you that there are principles and laws that work. And financially speaking, it's a reality. You don't want to give to the Lord? Don't do it. If that's your choice. But there is a principle, there is a law working. And applies to everything. But remember, financially speaking, how do you want to end? Your life. You want to have abundance? Or you like the idea of being broke? Or you think, well, it's too late. Down too old to begin and uh, well, you know what? That's not what the scripture says. The Lord promises us that He will bless us and He will give us abundance. You know, the Lord can do miracles in the life of everybody, He owns everything. It doesn't matter how old are you and when are you starting to plant good seeds in the kingdom of God. It doesn't matter how much money you wasted in the past. What matters is what you're going to do from now on. Now, it's clear here. It says everyone should give whatever they have decided in their hearts. Because after all, (laughs) God loves a cheerful giver. (laughs) You know, I saw one day somebody telling us a a funny story (laughs) that I want to share with you. This guy said that when he was little, when he was a children, a a little kid, (laughs) him and his brothers loved to go to church. Can you believe that? Well, I did it, and I had fun. My reason was the snack, honestly. Now, this guy and his brothers, their reason was, the plate of the offering, the offering plate, he said this. He said, can you imagine that there is a plate with tons of cash passing in front of you, and you just see the plate? He says, oh, I love going to church. (laughs) But when the plate was passing in front of these kids, the father was there looking at them, And the kids, you know, their eyes are wide open. The plate of the offering. They're just looking at the offering and suddenly their eyes are on their dad. And here's the dad in that corner looking at the kids. And the dad goes. And the kids It's a funny story. What a great moment I do have every time I give to the Lord. I enjoy that. And it's not because I am a minister. Since I became a believer in 1987, it was a wonderful lesson. And much earlier earlier than that, it was with my first salary when I was 17 years old. And my parents told me the principles of giving. And I got used to that. And not just me. There are millions all over the world. And guess what? We all are satisfied with the fulfillment of God's promises of abundance in our lives. And what amazing thing is that we have received exactly like the Word declares. Hundreds and hundreds of times more. Because God loves cheerful giver my friend i do hope that your eyes are open to this topic now and if you have any more questions revisit this teaching share this teaching with somebody else don't let people tell you they are washing your brain they are manipulating you because number one It's true, we need to wash our our brains because we just learned so many bad things from other people that they were losers and people that fail in their lives, terrible examples in many areas, and they were our models. Yeah, we need to wash our brains in in that fashion, but it's not what we do in church. The Word of God is actually cleaning our minds, getting rid of what is wrong, and actually, we are being receiving the Holy Spirit is imparting in ourselves the truths of the scripture, the truths of God. And manipulating you? No. Nobody is manipulating you, my friend. It says clearly here in this passage, and I'm gonna put it on the screen one more time. I need you to see it. I don't want you to feel like you are being forced to give anything. It's not what we want in church. Now, you know very well that there are many people out there telling you, send me a thousand and you will receive five thousand. Send me ten thousand, and you will receive one hundred thousand. And this kind of stuff, you know, I'm not in any position to say one word about it other than I will not do that. (laughs) And I haven't. And, you know, in some of those meetings, which I have been, there is pressure, my friend. (laughs) Because you are sitting there, you think that somebody, this guy or this woman is talking to you, you know, and you are like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Well, simply you say no. Because you need to think about what the scripture says for real, not in some sort of gambling, you know. Because that is like gambling. Mm -mm. We need to learn from the Word of God what is the right thing about giving in order to prosper. Because the Lord wants you to prosper in everything and every part of your life. Isn't it that what we should be doing? A life to give. Husband giving support To the family, financially, working, taking care of everybody. The wife, giving love and attention to the husband and the kids, nurturing them. The kids, giving respect to their parents and obedience, learning everything. And when we are in a healthy environment, then we're going to learn the importance of living to give constantly in order to experience Prosperity. And this prosperity, it's because it's the the Lord's desire. Dear friend, I pray you may prosper concerning everything and be healthy just as your soul prospers. But perhaps today, you need to give your heart to the Lord. And I would like to invite you. What if you say this prayer with me? Dear God, I am upset that I didn't have full examples of giving people. I understand you want me to become a giver 24-7. I am so sorry because regardless, I failed to you and everyone else. Please forgive me. You are the only one that is certain in life. You are my God. I open my heart to you. I confess my sins before you. I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life in people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. My friends, it's here in this beautiful cross that we worship our Lord God in the name of Jesus. What if you say with me? Come on, use Use your voice and say, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life is going to be great and blessed this year 2020 and 2021. My friend, lift up your hands. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Receive the blessing of God and have a beautiful rest of your day. I hope to see you Soon, anytime in the name of darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served. I know, I know, I know, I know. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.